Welcome to the Daily Walk Podcast, brought to you by Walk Through the Bible. The Daily Walk Podcast is a daily devotional that will guide you on a life-changing journey through the Bible in one year. Join us every day to hear the entire Bible in a year, alongside a daily devotional thought that will help bring God's Word alive for you. Today's Daily Walk devotion comes from Ezra chapters 7 and 8. The first half of the book of Ezra could be called the book of Zerubbabel, for it tells the story of that godly leader's rebuilding of the temple. Beginning with chapter 7, Ezra's story unfolds. Nearly 60 years have elapsed since the completion of the temple. Ezra, a priest, prepares to guide a second company of 1,753 Jews back to Jerusalem to oversee the affairs of the temple and to provide the nation with leadership. By kingly decree, Artaxerxes allows Ezra's company to return to Jerusalem and provides for the temple's sacrifices and worship necessities. Demonstrating spiritual maturity and excellent leadership qualities, Ezra seeks God's direction before, during, and after the 900-mile journey. Now, let's listen to Ezra chapter 7 and 8. Ezra 7 After these things, during the reign of Artaxerxes, king of Persia, Ezra, son of Saraiah, the son of Azariah, the son of Hilkiah, the son of Shalom, the son of Zadok, the son of Ahitab, the son of Amariah, the son of Azariah, the son of Mariath, the son of Zerahiah, the son of Uzai, the son of Bukai, the son of Abishua, the son of Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the chief priest. This Ezra came up from Babylon. He was a teacher well-versed in the law of Moses, which the Lord the God of Israel had given. The king had granted him everything he asked, for the hand of the Lord his God was on him. Some of the Israelites, including priests, Levites, musicians, gatekeepers, and temple servants, also came up to Jerusalem in the seventh year of King Artaxerxes. Ezra arrived in Jerusalem in the fifth month of the seventh year of the king. He had begun his journey from Babylon on the first day of the first month, and he arrived in Jerusalem on the first day of the fifth month, for the gracious hand of his God was on him. For Ezra had devoted himself to the study and observance of the law of the Lord and to teaching its decrees and laws in Israel. This is a copy of the letter King Artaxerxes had given to Ezra the priest, a teacher of the law, a man learned in matters concerning the commands and decrees of the Lord for Israel. Artaxerxes, King of Kings, to Ezra the priest, teacher of the law of the God of heaven, greetings. Now I decree that any of the Israelites in my kingdom, including priests and Levites, who volunteer to go to Jerusalem with you, may go. You are sent by the king and his seven advisors to inquire about Judah and Jerusalem with regard to the law of your God, which is in your hand. Moreover, you are to take with you the silver and gold that the king and his advisors have freely given to the God of Israel, whose dwelling is in Jerusalem, together with all the silver and gold you may obtain from the province of Babylon, as well as the freewill offerings of the people and priests for the temple of their God in Jerusalem. With this money, be sure to buy bulls, rams, and male lambs, together with their grain offerings and drink offerings, and sacrifice them on the altar of the temple of your God in Jerusalem. 
You and your fellow Israelites may then do whatever seems best with the rest of the silver and gold in accordance with the will of your God. Deliver to the God of Jerusalem all the articles entrusted to you for worship in the temple of your God, and anything else needed for the temple of your God that you are responsible to supply, you may provide from the royal treasury. Now I, King Artaxerxes, decree that all the treasurers of Trans-Euphrates are to provide with diligence whatever Ezra the priest, the teacher of the law of the God of heaven, may ask of you up to a hundred talents of silver, a hundred cores of wheat, a hundred baths of wine, a hundred baths of olive oil, and salt without limit. Whatever the God of heaven has prescribed, let it be done with diligence for the temple of the God of heaven. Why should his wrath fall on the realm of the king and of his sons? You are also to know that you have no authority to impose taxes, tribute, or duty on any of the priests Levites, musicians, gatekeepers, temple servants, or other workers at this house of God. And you, Ezra, in accordance with the wisdom of your God, which you possess, appoint magistrates and judges to administer justice to all the people of Trans-Euphrates, all who know the laws of your God, and you are to teach any who do not know them. Whoever does not obey the law of your God and the law of the king must surely be punished by death banishment, confiscation of property, or imprisonment. Praise be to the Lord, the God of our ancestors, who has put it into the king's heart to bring honor to the house of the Lord in Jerusalem in this way, and who has extended his good favor to me before the king and his advisors and all the king's powerful officials, because the hand of the Lord my God was on me. I took courage and gathered leaders from Israel to go up with me, Ezra 8. These are the family heads and those registered with them who came up with me from Babylon during the reign of King Artaxerxes, of the descendants of Phinehas, Gersham, of the descendants of Ithamar, Daniel, of the descendants of David, Hattush, of the descendants of Shechaniah, of the descendants of Perosh, Zechariah, and with him were registered 150 men, of the descendants of Pehath, Moab, Elionai, son of Zerahiah, and with him two hundred men, of the descendants of Zatu, Shechaniah, son of Jehaziel, and with him three hundred men, of the descendants of Adin, Ebed, son of Jonathan, and with him fifty men, of the descendants of Elam, Jeshaiah, son of Athaliah, and with him seventy men, of the descendants of Shephatiah, Zebediah, son of Michael, and with him eighty men of the descendants of Joab, Obadiah, son of Jehiel, and with him 218 men, of the descendants of Bani, Shelemith, son of Josephiah, and with him 160 men, of the descendants of Bebai, Zechariah, son of Bebai, and with him 28 men, of the descendants of Asgad, Johanan, son of Hakatan, and with him 110 men, of the descendants of Adonikam, the last ones whose names were Eliphalet, Jeuel, and Shemaiah, and with them sixty men, of the descendants of Bigvi, Uthai, and Zakur, and with them seventy men. I assembled them at the canal that flows toward Ahava, and we camped there three days. When I checked among the people and the priests, I found no Levites there, so I summoned Eliezer, Ariel, 
Shemaiah, El-Nathan, Jerib, El-Nathan, Nathan, Zechariah, and Meshalem, who were leaders, and Joiarib and El-Nathan, who were men of learning. And I ordered them to go to Edo, the leader in Cassiphia. I told them what to say to Edo and his fellow Levites, the temple servants in Cassiphia, so that they might bring attendance to us for the house of our God, because the gracious hand of our God was on us. They brought us Sherebiah, a capable man, from the descendants of Melai, son of Levi, the son of Israel, and Sherebiah's sons and brothers, eighteen in all, and Hashabiah, together with Jeshaiah, from the descendants of Merari, and his brothers and nephews, twenty in all. They also brought two hundred and twenty of the temple servants, a body that David and the officials had established to assist the Levites. All were registered by name. There, by the Ahava Canal, I proclaimed a fast, so that we might humble ourselves before our God and ask Him for a safe journey for us and our children with all our possessions. I was ashamed to ask the king for soldiers and horsemen to protect us from enemies on the road, because we had told the king, The gracious hand of our God is on everyone who looks to Him, but His great anger is against all who forsake Him. So we fasted and petitioned our God about this, and He answered our prayer. Then I set apart twelve of the leading priests, namely Sherebiah, Hashabiah, and ten of their brothers, and I weighed out to them the offering of silver and gold and the articles that the king, his advisers, his officials, and all Israel present there had donated for the house of our God. I weighed out to them six hundred fifty talents of silver, silver articles weighing a hundred talents, a hundred talents of gold, twenty bowls of gold valued at one thousand darics, and two fine articles of polished bronze as precious as gold. I said to them, You as well as these articles are consecrated to the Lord. The silver and gold are a free will offering to the Lord, the God of your ancestors. Guard them carefully until you weigh them out in the chambers of the house of the Lord in Jerusalem before the leading priests and the Levites and the family heads of Israel. Then the priests and Levites received the silver and gold and sacred articles that had been weighed out to be taken to the house of our God in Jerusalem. On the twelfth day of the first month, we set out from the Ahava Canal to go to Jerusalem. The hand of our God was on us, and he protected us from enemies and bandits along the way. So we arrived in Jerusalem where we rested three days. On the fourth day, in the house of our God, we weighed out the silver and gold and the sacred articles into the hands of Merimoth, son of Uriah the priest. Eleazar, son of Phinehas, was with him, and so were the Levites Jozebad, son of Jeshua, and Noadiah, son of Binuai. Everything was accounted for by number and weight, and the entire weight was recorded at that time. Then the exiles who had returned from captivity sacrificed burnt offerings to the God of Israel, twelve bulls for all Israel, ninety-six rams, seventy-seven male lambs, and as a sin offering, twelve male goats. All this was a burnt offering to the Lord. They also delivered the king's orders to the royal satraps and to the governors of trans-Euphrates, who then gave assistance to the people and to the house of God. Here is our daily walk devotional thought for today. Here is a principle you can spend a lifetime applying. Knowing what to do must be translated into doing what you know. 
Ezra was one of the finest Bible scholars of his day, but he was more than just a teacher of knowledge. He was a man whose heart burned for the law of the Lord and for the application of that truth to his life and the life of his nation. Are you involved in a Bible teaching ministry? Ezra's advice would be this. Let your teaching be the overflow of a life that is practicing God's truth daily. It is hard to make God's truth speak to others until first it has spoken to you. Pick a truth you will be communicating to others next week and teach it to yourself this week. What must be translated into action in your own life before you are ready to teach it with conviction to others? Thank you for joining us today for the Daily Walk podcast from Walk Through the Bible. Be with us tomorrow as we continue our life-changing journey through the Bible in a year. Love this episode of the Daily Walk podcast? We'd love for you to rate and give us a review on iTunes or Google Play. Make sure you subscribe so you won't miss an episode as we walk through God's Word together. For more resources to help you live God's Word, visit walkthrough.org. That's W-A-L-K-T-H-R-U dot O-R-G. Walk through the Bible. Take a walk. Change the world.